0: The 2023 recruiting class just made this Florida Gators defense way better. We're going to talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Tuesday. I am Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with whole nine sports, Giants, Country, NFL 33. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official Sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. And now we're talking about this 2023 Florida Gators recruiting class because, well, one, it's pretty stacked. Two, it makes this defense just so much better in so many different ways. And I think my favorite thing, about the 2023 class defensively, again, we'll talk about the offense another day, probably later this week. But defensively, the positional versatility for me is what's huge here because I hate when you have a player, and it's like, well, we can kind of only play him in this spot. Like, uh, let's say who from last year, can we talk about? Uh, we'll, we'll say Ventrell, Miller. love Ventrell, glad he's with the Jags, glad he got drafted when he did, can't wait to see him succeed in Jacksonville. But you can kind of only play him at linebacker. That's it. He couldn't really line up on the edge. Like he, he, that's just not something you could do with him. Amari Bernie played linebacker. Could also play a little bit of like star. And if you wanted to test him there, you could play him. That's like not a deep safety, but like you could use him like a box safety. Um, but Ventrell only play linebacker. Couldn't couldn't play edge. You couldn't use him as that safety type role. So that was kind of there for a bit of, uh, of of this Gators 2022 defensive players who can only do that, like only play one spot. You look at the 2023 class and just going down the list, there's maybe one player who I think is only going to be playing one role because you start with, we're just going to go down the list in terms of th- their ranking. Kelby Collins he could play defensive line and edge whether that's necessarily just d end or jack we'll see but again i i'm kind of of the thought process of you can like if you could play d end you should be able to play that jack linebacker spot because it's really just the responsibilities are the same most of the time jack isn't going to be dropping back into coverage you know 20 times a game it's going to be A couple of times a game. And your D end could drop back into coverage a couple of times per game. So I'm not super concerned about that. So Kelby Collins, defensive line, edge, boom. Okay. You have, and by defensive line, I mean like the three tech. He's not going to be playing nose tackle, but he could play the three or the five and and stand up. You look at Jakeen Jackson, he could play boundary corner, realistically, play boundary corner, could play safety and he could play star. Like like Jakeem Jackson, that was the big selling point for him was he could play any spot. The length and athleticism is there. He, he can line up at any spot in the secondary and play it. Whether or not he could play it very well is obviously up to debate, but he could play any spot. Cameron James, defensive line edge, just like Kelby Collins. Will Norman, I think Will Norman is more of like the, the he could play three tech, he could play five and and the defensive end spot and I don't think they would really line him up just like his build wise I don't think they'd line him up at Jack and drop him at the coverage too much. Um but he could play along the defensive line. So Will Norman can do that. Jordan Castell. Yes he's thought of as a for some reason he's thought of as like strictly a box safety. I want to make this clear he was playing like boundary corner in high school. I'm not saying he's going to play boundary corner in the SEC at all. I am saying though, he's playing boundary corner in high school. You can line him up at box safety, free safety, star, and you can go, okay, we can use you at any spot and feel relatively comfortable with it. I would love to see him work as a deep safety. I know that a lot of people picture him as a box safety. I would love to see him play the deep safety spot. Just cuz he's tall, he's long, he's athletic. Imagine having that that size as your deep center field type safety in this probably cover three heavy defense. It's going to give you a, that's it that, that's going to be tough to throw deep on right, especially if you're throwing deep and he's going to have time to make the play and and cover that range. So Jordan Castell is another one. Sharif Denson could play boundary corner. I don't think he will play a. A player of his size and length at Boundary Corner. He's 5'11 and a half, I believe, is what he's listed at. Uh, he's going to be playing Star most likely, but also like a shade under six feet at Boundary Corner isn't the worst thing. And it's something that you won't really see in the NFL frequently. You will see it in the NFL every now and then, but not frequently. But in college, you've seen it play, I mean, Roger McCreary used to play it at, for Auburn and he played it well. As long as you're physical up there. Who cares? Like, like, if, as long as you're physical out there, you, you can still disrupt players. Uh, so, Sharif Denson can play corner and star. TJ Searcy, defensive line edge. Aaron Gates is the one player that I think of when I'm like, he's going to play star, and that's kind of it. I know people think he could play safety, and I'm not saying he can't play safety, but for some reason, when I watch Aaron Gates, I go, he's a nickel. That's it. Like, he's going to play in the slot. And that's not a bad thing. But I hate that people, when we talk about playing star or nickel, whatever you want to call it, people talk about it as if it's a negative. Here's the thing, though. Because I think people are like, oh, you're not matched up against a number one receiver frequently, so it's not good. Um, No, that's not it. Star is... Again, this is as someone who I I played DB for a few years. This is someone that says this star is the most difficult position to play in the secondary. As I played corner, I played safety. I could not play star. Uh, It it just was not something I could physically do in terms of being agile enough reacting to the cuts. Because when you're playing on the outside, it's almost always a, a vertical route or an in breaking route. When you're going up against a, a slot receiver, they can cut in, out, go vertical. They can do so many different things that it's really hard to kind of not guess, but but kind of predict and react to what they're doing. So, star is the most difficult position to play in the secondary. I'm not even asking it as a question. I'm not leaving it open to debate. It's boom. It's that. Okay? So, Aaron Gates... I look at him as a star. Shreve Denson is a looked at as the same way. I just think that he'd be he better equipped to playing corner. Um, then you have Bryce Thornton, who is listed as a safety, likely going to be playing strictly safety. However, I think that he could play star as well. Like I think you could put him on a slot and he can do his job. Uh, also important to talk about that when you're playing a, a zone-heavy defense. Star is maybe a little easier, maybe a little easier than if you're playing man heavy, obviously, because you have your responsibility and that's that you don't have to play guessing game as much. Uh, Jaden Robinson is, I mean, if it's not Jakeem Jackson, Jaden Robinson's the most versatile player on this, in this 2023 class. Jaden Robinson is your linebacker, but Amari Bernie type of linebacker where you can line him up as a linebacker. You can line him up on the edge every now and then. You can line him up at safety, like the Amari Bernie type safety, not necessarily uh, uh, like a deep safety, but you can line him up wherever there. DeSean Johnson, DB, that's what he is. Corner, safety, playing there. I don't think he's going uh, to be a star, but corner, safety, great. Gavin Hill, defensive line, defensive end, great. DeSean Johnson and Gavin Hill are not on campus yet, but about to be. Um, but Deshaun Johnson and Gavin Hill are the next guys there. So I think when you look at the positional versatility in this 2023 class, there's so many players where you can go, okay, you didn't work out at this position. We're gonna work you out at this position and see if you could do it because we know that physically you have that skill set. You could also just be like, hey, you're good at multiple positions. That's awesome. We can use you wherever we want in the secondary and continue to improve. We're about to look at how this team necessarily or how this 2023 class really fits Scheme-wise here, because this is also obviously very important. But first, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook, and it's, you know, number one on the field, number one in your heart, that kind of sportsbook. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, safe, secure, super easy to use, and the payouts are like that, that like there's like sometimes you you will get the payout before the game's even over i bet um i forgot who it was i think it was rune is his last name um for tennis i bet over 22 and a half games it was rune or someone i forget maybe medvedev um and they they paid it out once they were like okay this is gonna hit and so they paid it out early so it was awesome great so you don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free reviews in the podcast. Please do remember to like, subscribe, comment, review, join the Lockdown Gators Discord. The link's in the description below. But now we're talking about how this Florida Gators 2023 recruiting class fits with this team schematically or fits with this defense schematically, which is also interesting because... it's a different defensive coordinator similar similar in terms of their their principles you're still going to see creepers you're still going to see fire zones you're still going to see a lot of the things that kind of when Patrick Tony was hired made Patrick Tony Patrick Tony but you're going to see it be more aggressive which is what we wanted I remember doing an episode I think it was in like mid-January where I was like hey I love Patrick Tony I do I still do I just wish he'd be more aggressive. And then Patrick Tony went to the Cardinals to be their safeties coach. And now you got Austin Armstrong, who's, well, more aggressive. Also keep in mind that for the 2023 recruiting class, these scheme fits aren't necessarily for 2023, since a huge majority of these guys won't be starters this year. But beyond then, you have a lot of players who can be used in a variety of ways. Like we just talked about, that's not just positionally but also what your responsibilities will be. Like Jaden Robinson is someone that I spoke about where I think that Jaden Robinson is the most versatile player in this class. And I I think he's the most versatile player in this class. I think he's more versatile than Jakey Jackson, not better, but more versatile. So I think Jaden Robinson can give you a lot what Amari Bernie gave you. You know, you can and maybe even more. I think he I think you can make the case that he is going to be better than Amari Bernie because the athleticism and the length, I think, for Jaden Robinson is better. So I think when you look at that, you can say, okay, I'm more comfortable lining Jaden Robinson up on a tight end and letting him erase him. Like, like you could do that because look, plain and simple, Amari Bernie didn't last year. And that's that's not to be rude at all. You look at the Utah game. They were destroying the linebackers here, okay? They destroyed linebackers, partially because the length was not there. Neither Ventra Miller nor Amari Bernie are super long linebackers. Jaden Robinson, I mean, the dude played safety in high school. <laughs> like, like, he played safety in high school. He could play linebacker here with his length and line him up on a tight end, and you can erase the tight end. When you're playing a mobile quarterback... You can use Jaden Robinson, how Amari Burney was used last year. And you can say, hey, we're going to put you in a spy and you're going to eliminate the quarterback run. Okay? Line Jaden Robinson up on the edge and let him blitz. That's obviously the worst part of his game in in terms of uh, this scheme fit because, again, he played safety a lot, not something that he's really experienced with in blitzing. But he's that kind of guy where you can say line him up in at any spot, but like mostly linebacker. But you can use him in a variety of ways positionally, and just what his responsibilities are, even if his position doesn't change. That's interesting, right? Like he gives Austin Armstrong this kind of this kind of Swiss Army knife, we'll say, on on that second level at linebacker. You can use him in a million different ways and he can find success at all of them. Like, can you imagine if just looking at this 2023 recruiting class, Florida faces, you know, like, like a team that throws the ball a lot, like an air raid offense. And they roll out there with their defense in two years, looking like Jakeem Jackson at one corner, Jordan Castell at safety, Deshaun Johnson at safety, um, Sharif Denton at star, or heck, Jakeem Jackson at corner. Dijon Johnson at corner. uh, Jordan Castell at safety. Sharif Denson at star. Bryce Thornton at safety. Then you have that that size and length everywhere, except for maybe one of the safety spots with Bryce Thornton. He's not an incredibly long guy. But just, just size and length everywhere, but that one safety spot, which will likely be the box safety spot. And... All of that's coming from the 2023 class. And then you look at the second level and you've got uh, Jaden Robinson there, at linebacker. He's the only linebacker from the 2023 class or freshman linebacker from the 2023 class, but he's your linebacker there. You look at the defensive line, the combinations are insane. Kelby Collins, Cameron James, Will Norman, uh, TJ Searcy, Gavin Hill, all inside out guys. That can line up and play here, like you've got a ton here, and all of them can do what you need them to do. And also, Jaden Robinson, like like I know that we talk about Austin Armstrong, his, his most played coverage is cover three. That is true. His second most played coverage is quarters, which is what Patrick Tony's most played coverage was. When you're playing quarters. Your linebackers need to be rangy and Jaden Robinson can do that. Like that was an issue with Ventra mother last year was that he's not incredibly rangy. And when you play quarters, you need to cover a lot of space here. You're basically playing an inverse like cover three. If it's really mod, which is man outside and deep, you're really playing an inverse cover three here where you, instead of having three safeties covering deep and you split the field into thirds deep, you split that field into thirds underneath. So you've got a your star or a safety covering that flat, or actually just your star covering that flat, okay? But also basically going hash to hash. You've got a linebacker has to cover hash or sideline to hash. So star sideline to hash, and then a linebacker sideline to hash marks. Then you have your interior, your, your middle linebacker, your mic, whatever you want to call it, playing that third of the field in between them. So it's very difficult. You need that versatility there. That's what guys like Sharif Denson at Star can cover that sideline to hash. Jaden Robinson can cover either of the linebacker spots. That's the kind of versatility you get here. Now, let, let's look at this from a different point of view, where we say, "Look, this is this is a pretty big recruiting class. A lot of defensive players coming in. Odds are, and and this is us being realistic. Odds are not." All of these kids are going to live up to their ceiling, right? Like you look at someone like, and again, I I hate to just name players. I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm I'm saying these are my thoughts. They're not. But like you look at someone like, I'm just going to look at the class. uh, Will Norman. Okay. Will Norman doesn't live up to his height. Okay. Not saying he's the one. He's just the random name that I picked. Will Norman doesn't doesn't live up to his height. Okay. Guess what? even if he doesn't live up to his hype, he's still probably going to be quality depth. Like that's the thing with Billy Napier's evaluation style, which I've spoken about multiple times. Like I know someone who used to be on a staff with him um, again, not Florida ever, but someone who used to be on a staff with Billy Napier. And he would talk about how Billy Napier evaluated high school players. And he was like, Billy Napier writes these. And also I will say, I don't know if this is how he evaluates transfer portal players. This is how he evaluates high school players. But Billy Napier will write full length, like NFL caliber scouting reports for kids coming out of high school, where most high school coaches just write, you know, one, two, three sentences about the player. And that's pretty much it. So Billy Napier with his evaluation style, that's a big bonus here. Like I I understand like your evaluation could be wrong. Yes, but I feel like with that evaluation style, you're more likely to be right on your evaluations. And I think you're you're grabbing better floor players. Like you know what you're getting from most of the kids here. And you know what they bring to the table now, let alone what they can become. So when you look at the 2023 class, And you look at what they are now, like what you know they are, if you're Billy Napier and this coaching staff, when they are depth, whether that's in 2023, when they're true freshmen, whether that's 2026, I don't care, no matter what it is, the players that are depth at that point, obviously, ideally, most of them are starters by that point, but then again, every year you bring in new talent that some of them are probably going to start as, as true freshmen and sophomores, and and they're going to take over the upper class. So when you look at the guys from this twenty twenty three class, whether they're freshman depth, junior depth, I don't care. That is going to make this Florida Gators roster deeper, or that will make the twenty twenty six Florida Gators roster deeper. Than the year before. Like the 2023 roster, again, not experienced depth. I know last week I said experienced depth was an issue, and everyone was like, what about all these freshmen? The issue is experienced depth. Okay. And yes, the only way to get that experience is by playing. I understand that they will play and they will get the depth. And next year, I won't say experienced depth is the issue. But once you have all this depth, you have the roster that's deeper this year than it was last year. It's already deeper this year than it was last year. Okay? Whether or not it's experience depth or good depth, we'll see. But it's, it's definitely deeper and, and better depth than last year. Like, you won't have, in 2023, a defensive tackle playing way more snaps than they should way more snaps than any other defensive tackle in the SEC like Javon Dexter did because you can actually trust who you have behind guys this year, okay? That's where you're going to see a massive jump, I think. You're going to see more players play more snaps this year and probably starters play a few less snaps because you can trust the depth behind them. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free. Revvue to listen in the podcast. We'll be back. I mean, this week we're going to talk recruiting with Brian Smith again, uh, which will David Stone's going to come up, just saying. So you know. We're going to talk about the offensive recruiting class, how it fits, how it makes this team better, if it makes this team better. And we're going to talk about so much more. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all my written work with the whole nine sports, Giants, Country, NFL 33, and I will see you all tomorrow.